Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Mile Show. How are you doing out there? Man, we love you. Can I just tell you that? We love you out there today. I, I just want to let you know, this show, y'all are going to be obsessed. I'm just telling you straight off the bat. You're going to be obsessed. You're going to want to listen. Uh, we have one of my favorite. I mean, she does like 732 things, but I follow her on Instagram. I followed her for, gosh, I think probably a couple of years now. Um, her name is Real. Well, it's not Real Talk Kim, but she calls, she goes by Real Talk Kim um, on Instagram. And she is with us today. She's going to be talking about um, a book that she released, uh, I think it was last year, but also a new book that is coming out. So we are going to get to her in just a second. Uh, but I love to hear, can I just tell you how much we love to hear from you guys? We are hearing so many comments on the show and um, I want to hear more. What do you guys like? What do you not like? Like, hey, I can take it. I'm a tough girl. What do you not like? What do you like? Who do you want to hear from? Um, you know, I want to hear from you. You can reach out to us. Um, actually, uh, social media is probably the best way to do it. Our biggest following is over on Facebook. You can go follow along at Autumn Miles on Facebook. We also have Instagram, uh, but that's I kind of do more personal stuff uh, with that. But man, we want to hear from you. Send me a message. Tell me what God is doing in your life. It would be incredible to hear from y'all. I don't want to waste any more time. Let me just introduce uh, to you. I'm going to call you Real Talk Kim. Kim, is that okay? <laughs> she is with us today. And let me just tell you, she is a wife. She is a mama. She is a pastor. She's an author. She has been on the Dr. Oz show. She's been on Preachers of Atlanta, uh, on the Oxygen uh, Network, ABC's Nightline, the Word Network, CNN, BET, and the list goes on and on. And honestly, she is one of those people that I just scroll through on Instagram and she is constantly breathing life. She is a life-breathing woman of God. And I am so honored to have you on our show. Welcome, Real Talk Kim. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're so, so excited. Now, I know you travel along around everywhere. Where are you today? Are you in Georgia? Or are you in some well, other? Today am, yes, today I'm in Georgia. Do you know I am doing um, Couples Court, which is a, a Take Care in Atlanta, and I am trying to save marriages, trying uh, to help women be quiet, men be nice. <laughs> That's what I'm doing today. <laughs> I love it. I mean, what else? What else? This is saving marriages, girl. You are like all <laughs> over the place. Jesus saving marriages on TV. Well, you yes. know, we... you know what? I was something. I think that whenever I went through my divorce in 2006, it was devastating. It was heartbreaking. It was the worst season of my life. And man, I would have done anything to have a real talk kill in my in my in my ears. So that's <laughs> what I live for. You know, I live for it. I, I love live it. I love it. You know, I, I want I want us all, you know, we had you on the show last year, and then I got to meet you not that long ago, which was super fun. Was that uh, so awesome? Wasn't it fun? That was like, that was, that whole weekend was like, Jesus was talking to me, girl. It was amazing. I, it I was love awesome. it. It was awesome. And you know what's so cool is you're exactly what I thought you were. Really? Like you look, yes, <laughs> even your look and your personality <laughs> and everything was just, it was just, you know how you meet those people and they were so great on <laughs> On, on the air or online online and then we yeah. meet each other like oh man <laughs> <laughs> 
well, you were too. I, I, I remember when you walked up to because we we were do, we were trying to help do whatever we can. My husband and I were like, if we're somewhere, we're like, give us a job. We need to do something because uh, uh-huh. we're so used to working and like you know just doing ministry. And my husband was like, I think that's real talk, Kim. And I was like, Oh my goodness, don't embarrass her. That is crazy. But anyway, it was so good to meet you, you in person. So it was wonderful. so fun. Y'all were a nice. Surprise. It was sure. so fun. All my friends are like, oh my goodness, I got to meet her. I'm like, you go over there and meet her. She's amazing. <laughs> um, a- anyway, so it was so it was so awesome to meet you in person. But I want I want our listeners just to hear your story. It is so incredibly powerful. And we have this new group of listeners on the 330 time slot. So can you just kind of walk us through what God did in your life? <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, you know, I was uh, raised in a religion. I was raised up in United Pentecostal. I don't think they know that. I don't even know if it was cool to call the name. However, <laughs> it is a very awesome, you know, I believe in, I, I love it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade what I was raised in because of the heritage it gave me, because of the belief system it gave me, because of the of the God. It taught me I love Jesus and, and who who in the world would have known that I would have needed Jesus so much. Mm. <laughs> but I did in 2006 when I went through a divorce and I was raised at preacher's home and I was just had this. I was living in a glass box, and man, I just, I just was trying to get away from religion. I had that little bit of rebel in me. Yeah, that I still have today. <laughs> I thought a little bit <laughs> of that rebel, but not for Jesus. <laughs> and uh, it didn't work so well for me in 2006. I got married, and uh, in 2006, after 17 years of marriage, um, I ended up walking through a divorce. And you know, I, a divorce is straight from the pit of hell. Divorce is worse mm. than man. It's horrible. Mm. I can't even. And I know there are a lot of women out there in your listening world that are even finding themselves in this place where you have this expectation of yourself as a little girl, and you have this expectation of this picket fence and this husband and three kids and a dog, a big old German shepherd, and everything's beautiful in your life. And then when you find yourself, even after 17 years, in a place you never dreamed, Mm. in a million, you never even thought, it was so not a part of your story. Mm. And you 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 find yourself there, and that's what I did. I found myself in this in this place, of, um, it turned into abuse, and it turned into, I uh, stayed a lot longer than I should have probably because of all the church moms telling me I was going to go to hell. I was flip and slide if I got divorced. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I stayed a lot longer than I probably should have, but one night I found myself outside in a bush with, with running for my life, basically. Wow. And at that moment, I heard God tell me, He said, Kimberly, one ounce of obedience would be more for you than all the prayer in the world right now. Like, you've got to learn how to start listening. Wow. And then, and they met right hitting rock bottom to know who the rock is at the bottom, which is Jesus. And I went on a journey with Jesus at that time, and I moved back to my mother and father at 36. Man, I went from a $500,000 house. I went from a Mercedes and a Navigator down to a Hootie, a 300 <laughs> Chrysler that blew up on me every day. And I, you know, I had no friends. Because when you go through stuff like that, you really, this is where the, the rubber meets the road. Yeah. You're either going to get bitter better. It's just fact of the matter. And the only one that's going to decide which way you're going to go is yourself. You yeah. know, you're, you're either going to look in that mirror and decide you're going to stop blaming everybody else. Even if, even if, it, if, even if it wasn't your fault, mm-hmm. even if you did up in a divorce and he just cheated and cheated and you stayed and stayed and, or, or, or maybe it was your big mouth that ran him off because mm-hmm. you're nagging and, and hurting at this point, it's some, at some point you're going to look in that mirror and decide, you know what? That's it. This is it. I'm yeah. tired of this lifestyle. And that's what I did. Found, I found God. I really did. I found God. I went on a journey with God. I told him that I would give him a year, and he laughed and took five. <laughs> and 
Yeah, I was, I was that messed up. He said, girl, you're going to take longer than five years. What? I'm one year. It's going to take five. And I had a good job. I lost all my friends. I was living in that little bitty room, and I had to go get a job. And the only thing that I was experienced to do, because I was an LD my whole life. I know. I stunk in basket case. Mm. I was an LD my whole life. I learned disability. And so I knew that I'd never worked, ever. And so I knew that I was going to go get a job to support my children. And the only thing in Fayetteville, Georgia, was a belk. Which is like a Kmart on crack, if y'all have never heard of that. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. And I had to get the job there, and I was devastated, and I didn't even like women, and that's all that I was going to be working with was a bunch of women. <laughs> and that's when God started changing my story, because he said, mm. girl, where I'm taking you, mm. so this is for all of you out there that feel like God's forgotten about you, or you feel stuck, or you're having to learn how to knit and crochet, or maybe even work at... at at Burger King, and you've been a mom, you're just trying to make ends meet, maybe you're doing, trying to do, just trying to figure your life out, you've got to realize that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, mm. or you would not be there. Mm. God knows exactly where you are, and that's what I had to remember. Mm. I had to remember God knows where I'm at. He is all, he's, he's a God of everything. He's up in heaven and can see everything, and I matter to Him. I had to start convincing myself of that, because I thought I was a worthless I thought I wasn't worthy of nothing. I was staring at two little boys, wow. seven, eleven, that needed their father. Now their father is an alcoholic, and their mm. mom is laying in her bed depressed all the time. Mm. And, man, I had an awakening. You hear me? I was like, mm. nah. <laughs> I, I, I might be working at Belt for $9 an hour, but I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to own Belt. I mean, I had to change my mindset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. Like, at this, girl, at at this place, I literally looked at myself and said, girl, you got to go wear that. They, they put me in Estee Lauder, too. <laughs> girl, what? I was raised in a religion where we didn't wear makeup. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how to makeup. So my makeup was not on fleek. And I did not know how to put anyone else's either. Oh, wow. Talk about a revolution right there in Belk and at the Estee Lauder counter. <laughs> girl, you talk about revolution and you talk about about having to get to the bottom of yourself and yeah. your pride. Mm. I was having to serve women and I didn't even like them. <laughs> and I, had, I was having to learn. I was Googling at night. I had to put makeup on when I, I was hurting inside. It was like God was taking my mind off of the pain that I was feeling because I was having to learn how to do this new craft he had put me in. <laughs> and don't even talk about the $9 an hour I was making, which could only afford us about a box of romaine noodles a month. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was so bad. Wow. Mm. And, man, God turned that thing around. When I tell mm. you, all of a sudden, I'd suffered from depression. It ran in my family. Uh, my bloodline was depression and cray-cray people that was in and out of hospitals, crazy hospitals and all that kind of stuff. And I tell you, God started just ripping that stuff off of me. I mm. started, I started, I started, I would, I would literally realize, I, I, and for the first time in my life, even being raised in church, I never knew the Word of God. Mm. I never knew. I never knew what the promises wow. of God. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, I was raised up as if you if you were pants are gonna go to hell. If you get divorced, you're gonna go to hell on the yeah. I never really knew the good God. Mm. The one like people. The one that forgives and forgets. The one that's got amnesia. Mm. You know, the one that don't remember what you did just the one that says that if you just get yourself up out of that bed today, Kim, of depression, your and start becoming a mother today, be a better mama today. I have a way of, of, of letting, helping those kids forget the past mm. and, and putting better stuff in their ears. So now they think you're a super mom of the year because just the good God has a way of, did you see what I'm saying? I just yes. feel those voids. 
And I started experiencing it, and I realized about three weeks in at Estee Lauder. Man, I was walking out of that place, girl. I look horrible in navy blue or polyester. And I was in navy blue and polyester uniform. You hear what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. I was walking out of that place like I own that joint, man. And I started realizing, oh, my gosh. It is because of every person that I was sitting there. I stopped detesting where I was. Mm. I started saying, where I'm at. You know mm. what? This yeah. is where I'm at. This yeah. People talking about me, people looking at me, people gossiping about me. But you know what? Oh, well, I still, they can't take my birthday. Yeah. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to get better, and I'm going to learn how to laugh at the small things. I'm going to learn how to love. I'm going to learn. And I did. Mm. And it's amazing how, let me just tell you out there, mm. how what you are right now, quit detesting your storm and start naming your storm. Yeah. Start realizing that the storm that you're in right now, God is going to use it to take you from the back of the line to the front of the line. Mm. If I would not have gone through that divorce, I would have never, ever, ever learned how to love people. I would have never learned, learned how to put my eyebrows on sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never, <laughs> I would have never... And I still don't really know how to do eyebrows on sleep. Girl, your know, eyebrows we, we, are we, awesome. I saw them. They're we, beautiful. We better. <laughs> we better at it. Oh. I learned how to love people. I learned how to love those women one person at a time. I'll sit down here. how, man, I'm, I'm over here being a victim of my own story, allowing a season in my life to define my whole lifetime. Angry at God because he didn't heal my marriage. I remember laying in that bed one night, girl, and he talked to me like this. I said, God, why didn't you heal my marriage? Why didn't you heal my marriage? You can put stars and planets on, in the in the sky and make billions of people, but you can't heal my marriage. Mm. And I heard him so clear that night, laying there in my little in my little sad story. He said, "Girl, you never one time asked me if that was your husband. You mm. never one time. Wow. You, said, you went out. You never said is this right. You never wow. said are we going to be able to oh, oh, ever." He mm. said, "Here's the problem." Y'all all get in your own way, and then mm. you want me to mess, bless your man. Mm-hmm. He said, "It's such a lot." Sometimes answer prayers are what you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. In life, you know, sometimes God has to break your spirit to save your soul. Right. That's you may right. not understand today, but you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful. I remember that night I said, okay, if you're not going to heal my marriage, then at least take this pain away from me. He said, I can't take it away from you. You've got to get up and you got to walk away. That's right. Walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Quit concentrating on it. Quit Facebook stalking it. Mm-hmm. Quit. Quit calling the mama that you don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always trying to hold on to the family. Mm-hmm. We're trying to always break our hearts over mm-hmm. and over again. And, man, when I tell you, girl, God took me on that journey. It took me five years, but it was the best five years of my life. Mm-hmm. I learned how to preach. I learned how to love people. I learned how to, I was sit, I'd be sitting on the side of the road with my car overheating, doing videos, <laughs> just encouraging people. Because I, I, I learned to start doing status updates. Also, if I, on the side of the road, my car was broke down. <laughs> You're on empty. On the side of the road, and I think, hey, on 75, going to Bloomingdale's, because I got a promotion to Bloomingdale's. I'm now at St. Lauder, Bloomingdale's. What? what That's what? a big deal. And, That's a big promotion. Oh, it was. I went from Cape on crack to black and white towels, girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love got it. A, I got a promotion. I was feeling good about myself. And then um, I would be sitting on the side of the road, because it's one hour to Bloomingdale's from my house. And I was sitting on the side of the road one day, and God said, do a video. Mm. And smoke billowed out of my car. And all I could see was autumn. All I could see was Broadway. Mm. I smoke machine. My own smoke machine. <laughs> and I took my phone out, and I said, hello, awesome people. Are you sitting on the side of the road feeling like God's forgotten about you? Are you wanting to give up? Oh, you ain't going to give up. You're going to get up. You're going to get up. Upload. <laughs> 
put it on YouTube. What? And every day I'd be sitting on the side of the road. Every day I'd do a video. <laughs> and before long, they were going, <laughs> they were going viral. Yeah. People were sharing them, hundreds of thousands. Mm. I went from to thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers. People were recognizing me on the street over crazy little car videos in my broke down mess. God, you. <laughs> yeah. Man, if I would, I started realizing at that moment, I, I would go read the comments on those videos. Why is she always in her car? Why is she always in her car? I'd be like, because I broke down. <laughs> you know, I just started realizing, man, if I wouldn't have all the stuff that I was detesting in my life and angry at God for for at least two years, mm. I was mad. I fussed at him every day for two years. Mm. Man, I tell you, I started breaking soul ties off of me. I started breaking mess, depression off of me. I started realizing that what God was doing was He was preparing me for where He was taking me. Yeah. He was preparing me for what I was praying for. And this is the problem with so many of us. We get so stumped in our seasons of brokenness and, and storms of life. Yeah. That we, we can't even open our mouth and pray. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of our words. Mm. And a lot of our words look like our words, which is doom, gloom. Johnny, you act just like your daddy, and he's crazy just like his daddy. Oh, Susie, you act just like that. You know, yeah. instead of life into our situation. Mm-hmm. And so I started realizing that, man, if I had never walked through a divorce, that season that I thought was going to take me out, mm-hmm. if I would have never walked through that, I would have never, ever, ever went, been working in Belk or Bloomingdale's. I would have mm-hmm. never in my life, you hear me, I was too pricey for all that. Mm-hmm. I would have never stooped that low at $9 an hour, felt like it was hell. Man, when I look back today, I'm like, man, guys, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have never known how to love women. I've never known how to love people back to life. Loving people now is my favorite hobby on the planet. Yeah. One little thumbnail, man, I love me some people. <laughs> I run all my social media platforms because I love people so much. I still answer my emails and my, and my messages. And I pray for women that feel hopeless. And mm. I, get the, I, get the, I get the blessing of watching people. The lady just came down from North Carolina this week and got prayed for, I mean, got baptized. Mm. And she's completely 360 changed in a year. Wow. Which, which, as skinny as my leg, she had eating disorders, and now she's getting married, and she's healthy, and she's got a ministry, and she's telling people how to get free from eating disorders. And, man, when you start looking at all that, every single thing that I went through was set me up for this. That's right. Set me up for this. I had to know how to love people. Mm. I know now I've got a wonderful husband. Oh, my gosh, he's my escape and not my duty. My big old fat mouth. I'm going to tell you, honestly, <laughs> my mouth probably ran my ex off. Probably made me drink. I was, so, I was, oh, I was a bitter Betty. You hear me? Yeah. So, I got that mouth under control. I got healed. Now my boys are doing awesome in college and mm. working with me in the industry. Man, we just don't look like what we went through. That's amazing. It was because of a choice. It's amazing. I want to just, those of you that are tuning in, we've got Real Talk Kim um, today on our show. And she, I'm like, I I just love to hear you talk. I don't even want to interrupt anything you're saying because I'm like, I love it all. We have similar stories, not similar stories. I was abused in my first marriage. And I'm telling you what, people look at divorce and I, and I divorced and that my church totally forsook me. I mean, everybody, everybody left me because they, I mean, it was like, I grew up a Baptist background, but it was like, that was the unpardonable sin. You know, you, 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 (laughs) you cannot get divorced. And I was a preacher's daughter too. I was a preacher's daughter too. And I remember thinking, this is not the Jesus. First of all, that you preach. And when, when I was in, when I had been rejected by everyone, 
I found the Jesus and he didn't look like anything that I had ever really been taught. He didn't, and and not not from mouths, not from mouths, because everyone taught me from their mouth, of course, what the Bible said. However, it was, I watched lives being lived and that is the Jesus that I didn't see when I met him that night at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm thinking, Jesus, are you really, God, are you, are you this is this Come what on. you are? You are loving. You are not judging. You are not condemning. You are you are taking me. And girl, I was so rebellious, rebellious, and I mean, I was oh, yeah. living in sin. And just like what you said, I love that you said that when you were talking to uh, God about uh, your marriage. And he's like, "You didn't ask me. You didn't ask Come me on. if you should marry this guy." I was the same way. I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care what God thought. I wanted to do what I wanted. And I remember sitting there finding Jesus and it was not the same one that I had watched people live. And it was like a wake up call. Here I am 20 years old, lived in church my whole life and had never seen this Jesus. So um, you are totally, I'm like, that's, that's why I love you because it is so authentic and so real. And this is what our world needs. They don't need a, a, um, a fake God that we say no. with our mouths we worship. We need to see people that are like, listen, I am screwed up. And God came in and changed my <laughs> life. I saw a picture of myself. Ten, uh, well, it's been like 17 years ago now. I mean, I don't even look the same. I'm not smiling. Me I have neither. huge black <laughs> circles under my eyes. My hair is like yeah. this awful brassy blonde. I mean, it's still blonde, but uh, it's a little bit better. I can pay for it now. Um, you know, but I'm telling you, girl, the Lord, I mean, he transformed everything. I got a great husband, ministry, all that. So that's why I love you so, 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 so much here on the Autumn Show. I want to get to your books because you guys, that, that those of you that are listening, like Kim had been married for uh, 17 years and got divorced. You know, I, I feel like we're hearing that all the time. These marriages have been together for a long, long time. And then the kids leave or, you know, maybe maybe someone stayed too long or whatever. Those of you that are listening and you, you find yourself divorced after a long time you got to go work at belk um i want i want you to pick up kim's uh real talk kim i don't know what to call you kim you got like seven pastor kim everybody calls me real talk okay real talk kim that's that's where we're going i want you to pick say my last name okay pothier pothier is that right pothier Okay, I, I think I got it right. I think so. Yeah, but real talk, Kim. That's kind of that gives me permission to be real talk. Okay, real real <laughs> talk, girl. <laughs> I want you to go pick up her book, Beautifully Broken. It talks about her story. But in the couple of minutes that we have left, and you can get that at realtalkkim.com. Um, I want you to talk about this new book that is coming out November first. Tell me all about it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so I have a new book. My first book is Beautifully Broken, and it talks about. It helps people find their purpose after a traumatic experience, after, or even some people that just never found who they are. And um, so that book will help you find your purpose. It tells you about my life. It's going to make you feel so great about your own life after you hear my story. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it's just a great book. And then my second book, is, it's called Beautifully Whole. Hmm. And it, it's like a 31-day journal to finding you, mm. to finding God, to finding life, to finding the good and the ugly. It's, the, it's, a, it's, it's just an awesome book. I was writing it to be like a 31-day journal, and it turned into a, 
like a book. Mm. And it's better than probably my first book, which is, to me, that's my baby. It's, it's yeah. a really great book. It's just helping you find your purpose. It's helping you. I'm putting stories of people. I got all kinds of stuff in it. Stories of people in the Bible that were went through this hell mm. and didn't give up. Mm. And how they overcame. Because there's never a problem. There's never a miracle in the Bible unless there's first a problem. Mm. And so I just kind of, I kind of help you each day. You're gonna find. We're gonna find something that's gonna help you get out of where you're at. I love it. And it's, it's a great book. It really is. It's a, it's a book of helping you. Whenever I was going through my divorce, like I didn't know anything about the Bible. I I was raised on a church pew, and I couldn't even really tell you what Noah did, or David, or <laughs> Esther, or who's Hannah. I didn't even know who nobody was. So I went and got me a children's Bible, and I started learning that way. And so this book's just going to help you even know the Bible better. Mm, I love it. You guys need to go and pick it up. Visit her website, realtalkkim.com. Follow her on Instagram. Um, I follow you on Instagram, but I'm sure you have a thriving Facebook page and Twitter and all that. Is that right, Kim? Yes, I do. I'm actually all over the website as Real Talk Kim. Even on Facebook, you can just put that little at sign in the search bar and just at Real Talk Kim. At Real Talk Kim. So, yeah, come on, everywhere. Everywhere. She is everywhere. She is rolling the world for Jesus. <laughs> uh, go pick up her first book, Beautifully Broken. And then November 1st is when uh, we will expect Beautifully Whole, which I just I just love that yeah. title, Beautifully it's Whole. Be oh, that I is also so have healing. a really great YouTube channel, too, Autumn. Oh, it's, awesome. It's kind of like teaching and preaching on it. So it's good, too. And it's Real Talk Kim as well. Awesome. Go check her out, everyone. Kim, Real Talk Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. We love you so much over here. Oh, I love you guys tons, and I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. You got it. We will uh, We will talk to you later. Thank you for listening today. We'll see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Mile Show. Bye-bye. Kim, are you there? <laughs> 